Hi, welcome to the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Capel. This is a podcast about a lot of things. Motherhood, marriage, coffee, running, routines. But above all else, this is a podcast about love. It is about grace, and it ultimately is about Jesus. Join me here every week where I turn my neat, typed-up blog content into a raw and honest conversation with you, my friend. Hi guys, and happy Monday, and welcome to episode three of the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there, and I hope you all felt extra loved and celebrated yesterday. We are currently on the road, and this podcast is literally being recorded on our drive home from Arizona. We've been here in Arizona the past couple days for a wedding. We made it into a little family trip, and we have just had the best couple days. Hudson has been so good on this road trip, and I'm definitely going to be posting a blog post next week all about our trip and tips when it comes to road tripping with baby. This week on the blog, I write all about mornings and motherhood. As Hudson is getting older, more active, and napping less, I'm finding it more and more difficult to actually have my own time to get things done during the day. This is why getting up early, specifically around 5 a.m., is becoming such an essential part of my routine. I get it. Waking up early is not everyone's thing, especially if you don't have to get up that early. But if you can take one thing away from this whole episode, it is this. Your job as a mom and a parent is so, so important. And just like all important jobs, it needs preparation. Waking up early, even if it's just a few minutes before the kids are up, will make a difference. It will allow you to give your very best to your kids. This weekend on the blog, I dedicate it to all the mamas. I read about a major lesson I've been learning, which is letting go. And this is a hard one, especially for someone like me that's incredibly controlling. I think this letting go lesson is something we mothers need to be constantly reminded of. And I want to be clear, letting go does not mean not caring. It means caring so much that you are willing to let go of your own grip on things to let the Lord enter and take over. Because let me tell you, He does such a better job than we can ever do. All the little things that used to occupy a ton of worry and headspace for me no longer grips me in the same way it used to. I am slowly, very slowly, learning to let go. And so without further ado, here are the blogs for the week. Learning to let go as mothers. Happy one day before Mother's Day. Last Mother's Day, people wished me a happy Mother's Day, and I thought it was very kind, but I felt like I didn't fully deserve it. I did not feel like I was technically a mother yet. I hadn't done the hard work of changing diapers, drying tears, losing sleep. But of everything I have learned in this past year of motherhood, it is the fact that what makes a mom has nothing to do with those things. Yes, diapers, crying, both baby and mom, and little sleep is part of the job description. However, it is not what makes a mom. It is love that makes a mom. Before all the sleepless nights, the never-ending nursing sessions, and the massive diaper bag that has replaced my cute little black Kate Spade, I was actually already a mom. I had the belly and love to prove it. This has been probably one of my greatest lessons I have learned so far. Especially in those first couple months, I felt so overwhelmed and unsure with my new title as mom. I felt completely inadequate. I felt like a fraud. Who am I 
to mother this child. I have no idea what I'm, I am doing. Simple things like taking the car seat in and out of the car was a struggle for me. Even holding him, I felt awkward and unsure. I lacked all confidence. I would sit at home, terrified to leave the house with him by myself. Back then, I thought I had to prove to others and myself that I was a good mom. I thought my title of mother was based on what I did. Thankfully, just like my identity in Christ, it is based on nothing that I do. It is based on love. It is not even my own love because even that falters. It is a perfect love, the love of God. I'm almost a year into this whole motherhood thing, and of everything I have learned, one thing that I am even more certain of is my great need for a savior. Motherhood has revealed within me a heart that is selfish and insecure. It has been made very clear that I cannot do this alone. It also has been made very clear that I am not in control. This past year has been full of letting go. Letting go of expectations, letting go of my tight grip of control, and letting go of what other people think about me. I do these three things better on certain days and have days where I hold on to everything, but I'm learning to let go, and this letting go is making all the difference. I'm becoming such a better mom the more that I have learned to let go. Things are just not going to be perfect. The spoon will be dropped a thousand times. He will refuse to sleep. He will cry during the wedding vows. I needed to let it go. I read a previous post about some of the specifics I have learned in the first six months of motherhood. You can go back and read that on the blog. While I broke it down into more specific lessons, much of what I wrote revolves around letting go. It is letting go of the things I simply cannot control and learning to lean in to the one thing that actually makes me a mother, love. This whole letting go thing is not a passive excuse to not care. It is not an oh well mindset. It is actually quite the opposite. It is active and intentional. When I choose to let go of the things out of my control, I pray. I ask God to enter. I hand it over. I admit my lack, my need, my limits. So mama, if you're feeling tired, overwhelmed, and uncertain in your mom abilities, I hope these words can act as encouragement. It certainly can feel overwhelming, but if you can break it down more simply to loving and letting go, I think you will ultimately find so much greater joy. To all the mothers, thank you for everything you do. It is so much and it really does matter. Enjoy your day and if possible, let go of a few things and ask God to enter and take over. This might just change everything for you. Special thanks to my amazing mother that has set such a beautiful example of what it looks like to be a mother that sacrifices and loves so well. I wake up around 5 a.m. every day during the week. You might be wondering, why? It is not like I have to get ready and commute to work. My job is right in this home, being mom to sweet Hudson. There is no commute, no need to get dressed, no need to do my hair. Why would I wake up nearly two hours before my baby? The short answer, because I have tried sleeping in and waking up when he does, and I hate it. I start my day with the sound of crying and serving. Crying and serving is just part of my job description, but in order to best handle the crying and be able to serve and love Hudson the best I can, I need time before he wakes up. Most people would not think twice about the need to be awake at least an hour before starting their job. You can't roll out of bed and start working and expect to do a quality job. It is easy to apply this to jobs that require you to go into an office or be dressed professionally or in some type of uniform, 
but for some reason, this logic seems to not always be applied to being a stay-at-home mom. This mom thing is the very best job of my life, but it is even more challenging than getting a room full of 14-year-olds excited about semicolons. Just like I needed that hour drive to work, to sip coffee, pray for my students, and listen to the daily podcast, I need that same hour to sip coffee, read my Bible, write down memorable experiences with Hudson from the previous day, and pray. I am not able to do my best job as mom and wife if I don't allow myself this time before the sun rises to process, pray, and prepare. Some of you reading this may be thinking, there is no way I would wake up at 5 a.m. if I still have sleeping kids in a quiet home. I get it. I never truly want to get out of bed at 5 a.m. either. My brain immediately starts flooding with excuses. You're tired. Sleep a little more. You deserve it. You don't technically need to wake up right now. Those are usually the first words I hear, and if I'm honest, lots of mornings I listen to that voice. However, the mornings that I choose to ignore those lingering excuses and actually fully be out of bed around 5 are so much more balanced and productive. I get nearly a two-hour time block for myself. Of course, this varies depending on when Hudson wakes up, but if I'm up at least by 5.15, I know I'll have a solid hour, usually more. This time allows for me to wake up to the day through writing, praying, and planning ahead. I'm allowing myself to wake up to my day rather than it waking me up. I'm intentionally saying my job as mom is so important that I need to prep for it, just like any other business executive would prep for their all-important job. So here's the thing. We might not need to wake up at 5 a.m., but if so many successful career people do it, why shouldn't we moms? They might be getting up at 5 a.m. or earlier to run businesses, countries, worlds, but isn't raising future generations just as important? I get it. Making snacks, park playdates, and library story time does not seem to fully stack up to board meetings, conferences, and emailing important people, but here's the thing. It might not feel as noteworthy in the present time, but it is. We are raising the future. This is everything. We are changing lives. We are giving them memories and experiences, and hopefully one day, they will tell their kids' kids about. These are the types of things I think about to motivate me on those very hard days where it feels like all I do is change diapers and fold laundry. As a Christian, my view as a parent is that I have a responsibility to not only raise my kids well with good heads on their shoulders and kind hearts, but to help point them to the cross and to develop their own personal relationship with God. And from this perspective, our jobs as parents suddenly has eternal implications. We are talking about souls here. I don't care how successful an empire or brand you build here on earth, what is going to be left afterwards? All this to say, it is easy to get stuck in that earthly perspective, but if we are able to take a heavenly approach to our days and see the snacks, the park, and the library as sanctuaries to build up our children's characters to one day hopefully choose to follow Christ, well then I think I can get up a bit earlier to prepare for that. Don't lose sight of your job as a parent. Regardless of what you believe, parenting is such an important job. It should be handled with just as much care as CEOs and presidents. So if they get up at 5 a.m., maybe that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed, and I apologize if the sound quality is not as good. That's what happens when you record on freeways. In the spirit of Mother's Day, can you give me a gift? 
can you pop it over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast? It would mean so much to me. I want to re- share a review that was left last week. Wow, what a real, open, and genuine podcast. A refreshing perspective from a young mother. I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you so much for those kind words. I really appreciate it. If you're loving This Mama Needs Grace and don't want to wait until Monday, hop on over to the blog at thismamaneedsgrace.com to read more. I post every Wednesday and Saturday. You can also find podcast updates at our Instagram page at tmng underscore podcast and see what I'm up to at my personal Instagram at kelly underscore capel. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next Monday.